Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica, hey, everybody. Hope all is well in your world. Yes, moving in towards the end of August. We want to wish one of our awesome EBT members, Katie, a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Katie. (laughs) Katie's such an awesome team member, you guys. She does so much of our content and social media, and she cares about you guys so much. Yes, and she's a former English teacher as well. Mm-hmm. taught English at the school where her kids go for a while. So yes, we love Katie. Happy birthday, Katie. Um, so we are excited to dive into this topic. I am, um, I am a huge believer in systems and processes and, you know, having certain strategies to make our lives easier as teachers, as humans. Um, I'm a pretty type a uptight person. <laughs> um, so these things operate really well for me and I'm going to be sharing really my single most effective classroom management system strategy, whatever you want to call it, uh, today on the podcast. And I've talked about it in an Instagram TV back when like that was a thing. I don't even know if Instagram TV are a thing anymore. No idea. No idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I have a whole uh, blog post about it too. So if you want to kind of like read more about it after listening, we have other links that we can send you to, to listen to it as well. Um, but before we do dive into this episode, I would love to remind everybody to subscribe to the podcast, hit the subscribe button, wherever you're watching it or listening to it rather. And then if you can leave us a review, that would be awesome. Even if it's just, you know, a simple review, love listening to you guys every Tuesday or you want to pour your heart out. We'd love to read that too. (laughs) Um, so that just really helps us get our, our podcast out into the world to more other middle school ELA teachers. Um, so with that being said, what I'm going to share today is more, um, I used it with my fifth graders when I taught fifth grade for one year, but I did use like a classroom economy system, which I know you did with your fifth graders. I was going to say, I I had a lot of success with the classroom economy in fifth grade. So I'm curious, like how you used your system, because it definitely sounds like it's geared more toward middle school. And like, I just think you would get strong results. So I'm excited to hear like how you set this up, because I will say you guys listening, I mean, I taught across the hall from Caitlin, her students were very well behaved, very respectful. Like it was not a silent classroom by any means in her room. They were engaged and they were active, but it was like a well-managed classroom. Yeah. And yeah. I just always appreciated that. So yeah. it's because of this system she instilled <laughs> in her students. Well, I like efficiencies, you know, yep. I like things to be efficient. I like, I like having kind of a well-oiled machine, which is actually really nice. And I want to preface this by saying that having that type of uh, like not control, but I mean, it is over your classroom actually allows you to do more fun things with your yes. students because you aren't wasting time. Like, Hey, you should be listening or, Hey, you should be doing this or like wrangling your students. It makes Mm -hmm. such a difference in being able to do more engaging stuff, more fun things with your kids. You know, it allows for more flexibility. I, I truly, truly believe that. Um, so with that being said, I don't even know what I call it. Someone gave me like a name for it one time that I thought was cute, but it's basically like a, a 15 minute strategy is like the overarching okay. idea. Okay. Um, and basically how it works is my class, let's say my eighth grade class, their goal as a class together is to obtain or reach 15 minutes is the goal. Okay. And they earn seconds per activity per whatever thing I want. And I'll give you some examples. Mm-hmm. So like the goal is to get to 15 minutes by the end of a quarter 
or the end of a month or the end of a semester, you know, however you want to set those goals. And students are always working toward that goal to earn seconds towards those 15 minutes. Why it's 15 minutes. I don't know. 15 minutes just worked. So you can do 10. I wouldn't do five because then you're going to be giving away like two seconds for things. And I don't know. (laughs) It becomes difficult with math. I like to keep it in like the fives family. Okay. Can, I'm going to interrupt for a second. Yes. So you're saying they're working towards 15 minutes, like practically speaking, I'm trying to visualize this on your whiteboard. Yes. Do you have a timer or something? Okay. No, I don't have a timer. So I just use that great question. I use my expo marker and I uh-huh. put like a little corner, like on the upper right-hand side that says zero minutes. Like I do zero dot, dot, zero, zero. So they have So like nothing. you would start off the school year. That's so what they're going to, teachers yep. are going to write. Okay. Yep. Zero. Got it. Nothing. And so then we'll practice. So it would be something like, okay, everybody, I'm, you know, the first day of school, we're going to practice coming into the classroom and sitting down and working on our bell ringer, whatever mm-hmm. process I want to teach them. And I'm going to say, if you all do it perfectly, And these are, this is what I mean by perfectly. Everybody's coming in doing this, this, and this. I very clearly lay out the expectations for them. The whole class is going to get five seconds towards our 15 minutes. So we all practice. They all do everything perfectly the way that they're supposed to do. And if they don't, we try again because we're just learning. Right. And then they get those five seconds towards their time. So it would then be zero dot, dot, zero, five. They've earned five seconds towards their 15 minutes. And so like that first week of school, it is like all about those seconds. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when you're first giving out your classroom economy, it's like you get a dollar and you get a dollar and everybody gets a dollar and all that stuff. Right. And what's really cool about it is that over time, as you're doing it more and more and more, they start to get on top of each other to do what they're supposed to do because they, as a class want the time towards the 15 minutes. Cause we're going to have a party for half an okay. hour in class. If they, that's what I needed to know. You need like, the reward. Yes. What are they working for? <laughs> <laughs> they get a reward. We get to watch a movie or play games or whatever they want to do. Play outside kickball. It doesn't matter. They get okay. some sort of class party question for you. First week of school, you're introducing this. Do you tell them we're going to pick the reward together? Yes. And that's what we're working toward. Okay. Yep. We pick the reward together and we, I don't even know when we do it. It's sometime that first week of school, we pick mm-hmm. whatever it is that we're working toward. So sorry, my TV it's, what? I hear that. Yeah. Sorry. It happens oh. all the time. I think it's it has like, something to do with like the fires and it's like emergency like, alert, emergency yeah. alert. Yeah. So sorry guys, <laughs> real life in the background. Um, but yeah, so it's really cool. So I spend a ton of time that first week, like really making sure, should I just push pause for a second? Sure. Hold on guys. Sorry about that guys. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's a, I don't know, maybe they do it where there are tornadoes or something, but they always test it. Cause when we have fires, we need to be able to tell us to evacuate. So all is well. Okay. So back to this classroom management system, (laughs) 15 minutes. I don't know. Someone comes up with a cool name for it, share it. And we can call it that. So the whole first week of school, it's all about, we're going to practice this. You get five seconds. We're going to practice this. You get five seconds. And like I was saying, it's really cool over time is the whole class really wants to earn those seconds towards their time. So I actually don't really have to, um, discipline because Jessica, you might be sitting next to Tate and Tate's messing around and you're like, Hey, Tate, Mrs. Mitchell, you know, needs us to calm calm down or whatever needs us to do this Mm -hmm. so that we can get our seconds towards our time. And they're all really nice and respectful to each other. I think that's about how you as the teacher, you know, put forth those expectations for your students. Um, but it becomes really powerful in certain situations where you're gone and you have a substitute 
and you tell your students the day before, if I get a great report from the substitute that includes this, 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 and my expectations for you, we're going to get a minute toward Woo! our class time. <laughs> and you bet your, but I have never had a complaint from a sub ever about my mm-hmm. class ever. And it's because they know I've set that expectation. It's a very clear goal. Um, it might be different because they're sixth, seventh, and eighth graders and not fifth graders, but I still right. never had an issue with my fifth graders. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sets this expectation that this is how we behave in our class. It is an external reward. Yeah, it is an extrin- extrinsic reward. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that because there are other ways to intrinsically motivate our students. Um, but it is so easy for me to keep track of because it's yeah. just seconds towards our class time. And that was one of the things that as a teacher, especially with the classroom economy, like I loved it, but it bogged me down. It confused me. I was like, I can't remember all of this. <laughs> like they started to run it a little bit, but this was so different and so simple and so straightforward that it made sense to my students. It made sense to me. They could actually see the time going up. So it was very tangible. I know mm-hmm. some people use like marbles in a jar. It's really not, you can't see right as quickly or like as easily or as tangibly that jar filling up as you can see the seconds changing Changing, toward your class time and like how much more time you have to get there. Okay. I have so many questions. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wondering, maybe they're the same questions from our listeners. First, do you ever take seconds away? Never. Okay. I like that. So they never lose that towards positive. Yes. Always positive reward. Got it. Second, just to clarify, this is only in terms of management stuff. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, eighth grade, you had the best Socratic seminar. You're going to get five seconds. Maybe. Or would you do that sometimes? Maybe sometimes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. But so that was like, them on their toes. like, if they just like crushed it. Got it. And I was like, you guys did such a good job. Guess what? I'm going to give you five seconds for your <laughs> class time. And they're like, are you funny. serious, Mrs. Mitchell? <laughs> yes. Right. And so I changed the seconds and then that's the expectation. Now, now they know like, oh, if we do a really good job next time, she might give us seconds towards our time. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Next question. In an average, like 60 minute class period, how often are you rewarding them with seconds? The One first, period? Like, more? Yeah. Good question. The first week or two, like two or three times per class okay. period. And it's like five seconds, like super, super tiny. And then they get harder to obtain, which is why you really need like the 15 minutes per quarter mm-hmm. so that you have kind of a ways to work toward that. Um, so yes, then it starts to kind of slow down and it might be something like I put on the, the whiteboard when my students are coming in from recess or lunch, this is what I want you to do. One, two, three, you do all of this. The class gets five seconds towards their time. I literally do not have to say anything to my students. It's all on the board. They see it, they do it. They sit down, everything gets wrapped up. And I'm like, great job. You guys five seconds towards your time. And And was five seconds, the average on average. Yes. That was like standard. And what's really cool is like, I, I didn't, I never had to raise my voice. Mm-hmm. No, I never, I never raised my voice at my students. And other ways that I did it too, is like, let's say that we're getting set up for a Socratic seminar. Or we're getting into group work and I don't want to waste that transition time because again, I'm very type a very efficient <laughs> very on a schedule. No, no. <laughs> I would tell them, okay, you guys, you have 20 seconds to get your materials with your partner and start working. And I'll give the class five seconds towards their time. If you can do it, go. And mm-hmm. I count 20 seconds. They're working five seconds towards their time. Okay. All right. Two more questions. Yeah. 
you said you do this and it was like per quarter or per trimester, whatever. Mm-hmm. Was that typical that it would take them all quarter yes. to get to that? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's typical. So I would start with 15 minutes. Yeah. Like be a little bit, like start to taper off on how much you're giving them. So like, if I'm going to, that's why like with the substitute, they're going to mm-hmm. get a minute. That's a yeah. lot of time toward their time. <laughs> and like I'm saying, it's really a lot more tangible to see the time go up than some other ways in which we do the same kind of classroom management strategy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like with yeah. the filling of the jars and things like that, totally. That's, you can't see it in the same way that you can see the seconds. And when I taught high school, I had multiple great, you know, periods or whatever. I had like seven mm-hmm. different classes, six different classes, like different preps. Yeah. Yeah. And basically what I would do with that is I would kind of pit them against each other. Of course. I'd be like <laughs> period a is a little bit ahead of you. And then they would name their team. Like the class would become like a team that they all named together. And so mm-hmm. it really is like this competition. I'm super competitive by nature, you know, I'm yeah. into sports. And so like, that was really fun too. I, well, I love it. I, love I have it. to say like, you're, you're convincing me. I love it because of its simplicity. And I feel like, especially, you know, in the classroom, there's so much to deal with as ELA teachers. It's nice to have something so streamlined, so simple, so effective and it works. Yes. So, I love it. Okay. My yeah. final question. Sure. So you said they got to pick their reward when they get to 15 minutes. I'm curious, like what was the best reward or do you remember any of them? Like, was it always like yes. a popcorn party or did some no, class it just go all in? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, I think it was at our school that we taught at and I okay. think it was seventh grade class that we both loved our favorite class. Mm-hmm. I know exactly <laughs> you know what you're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> um, they all brought in, they all homemade something and we had like a big party. It was great because they had so many different cultures, right. With yeah. all of the different foods. And it was just, it was really, it was more How of a cool. cultural food experience than a party. It was fantastic. And I think we went Love down it. to the, MP- like the auditorium building. Yeah. 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 Oh, miss that class. <laughs> I That's know. really cool. I know. Okay. Well, I'm glad you shared this. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of teachers listening who are like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. Yes. And I have an Instagram TV, whatever. I'll have to find the link for you guys. I don't even know what it's called anymore. A blog post about it. And then to take it to another level, this is like on another level. If you do tables, I yeah. had table points that followed the same kind of structure as well, um, that also tied into our overall class points. So that was really helpful when I did something, I did like pseudo flexible seating mm-hmm. where I allowed students to choose if they wanted to sit in rows or if they wanted to sit in groups. And I like arranged my class. So I have a, a whole blog post and an Instagram post about that too, that I can share in the show notes. Um, that's really helpful. If you do use table points or you use tables, it works really, really, really well with that too. The kids are all in charge of that. The only thing I'm in charge of is the overall class time. It makes my life so much easier as a teacher. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for, Thanks for sharing guys. it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so if you, if you guys decide to use this, I would love to know if you have questions, please, by all means, let me know, especially if you're an EB teacher in our private Facebook group, let us know in there. I'm happy to pop in there and answer any questions that you guys have. Maybe even do like a Facebook live or something. If you guys need more information. Um, and if you're on Instagram, just send us a, a DM, we will definitely respond and get back to you. Um, so with that being said, hopefully you are able to use that. It's a great classroom management system to use with your students. And next week, we're going to talk about a pain point that I know mm-hmm. a lot of teachers have. It's something we hear over and over again. I spend way too much time doing what? Grading. grading. Yes. So next week we, on the podcast, we want to help you get a grasp on your grading with really some quick, easy ideas. There are three of them. 
Can't wait to dive into them. Thank you so much for joining us today, you guys. And we'll see you next week on the podcast. Bye everybody.